0: Make sure you begin your day with praise, fill your day with praise, and let good things come out of your mouth. For enjoying everyday life, part four. Welcome to Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. We welcome all of you joining us by television, or those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. Welcome to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and join us. I would like to share just a little humor. A small boy, he badly wanted a baby brother, so his dad suggested that he pray every night for one. And the boy prayed earnestly night after night, but his prayers seemingly weren't answered. After a few weeks, he didn't bother to ask anymore. Some months later, his dad said they were going to see mom in the hospital, and he was going to get a big surprise. When they got to the room, the little boy saw his mother holding two babies. Well, what do you think about having twin brothers, his dad asked The little boy thought for a moment and replied, it's a good thing I stopped praying when I did. (laughs) Well, we are doing part four. We're doing part four. We've been having so much fun. Man, just been enjoying the Lord's presence, enjoying His goodness and we've been just having fun in the Word and I'm grateful that you all are here having fun with me. We're doing part four of Enjoying Everyday Life, Enjoying Everyday Life, Enjoying Everyday Life. We're using as a scriptural reference Psalms 118, 24, the says that this is the day the Lord has made, in it we will rejoice and be glad. We're going to rejoice and be glad. So to me, that sounds like enjoying every day, enjoying every day, enjoying every day. And also, Jesus Himself said in John 10:10, He said, I've come that you might have and enjoy life, have and enjoy life. So, enjoying life is a wonderful gift from God that we are merely to exist and live through drudgery. And sorrow and pain and all of these things. But no, we're to enjoy every day. Enjoy every day. Enjoy every day. Each day is special. God's fingerprints are on each day. His love, His love is released every day in a special way. So every day is special, and we're to enjoy every day. And we've said repeatedly, and I continue to say it, choose Joy. Choose love. Choose gratitude. Embrace the day with love and gratitude. We talked about this scripture for a minute last time. I'll share it again. Psalm 71. eight says, let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy honor all the day. And that's a key into joying every day. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy honor. And notice it says all the day, all the day. And in my Bible reading, in my devotional time this week, I came across another scripture. I wasn't looking for it. It just showed up in my daily Bible reading. It showed up then the Holy Spirit highlighted and showed it to me. And I said, wow, that's very similar to the verse that we shared in Psalm 71, 8. But this one says something very similar. Listen to this one, Psalms thirty-five twenty-eight, And it says, and my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and of thy praise all the day long. Very similar to the other verse. The other verse says, My mouth will be filled with your praise and honor all the day. This one says, My mouth is going to speak of your righteousness and your praise all the day long. So you talk about God's righteousness, you talk about his honor, and you talk about his praise. You praise him, you honor him, you talk about his righteousness. Let that fill your mouth all the day. And so that's the key. I believe the Holy Spirit gives us as a key in enjoying every day, is to make sure you begin your day with praise, fill your day with praise, and let good things come out of your mouth. Fill your mouth with good things. Fill your mouth with good things, and we discovered that man that it affects your day, it affects your life, and it even affects your physical well-being when you decide to fill your mouth with praise. All the day. when You let nothing but praise come out of your mouth. Changes your world. Changes your life. And it really works. Man, you feel good when nothing comes out of you but praise. Oh, man. You feel so wonderful. You feel so wonderful. That's how you have a great day. And let me give you this. I went through my little list. I gave you some ways to enjoy every day. We talked about spending time with God. Begin your day with God. Exercising. Getting out, enjoying the sunshine. Enjoying the great outdoors. Taking a walk. Breathing deeply, we talked about eating the rainbow, um, so your colorful fruits and vegetables, and we even talked about having a treat from time to time, and I had been sharing my cookies with you, but I'm not going to show you any cookies today because I didn't want you all craving cookies. Uh, <laughs> it was getting to the point where people said, man, i got to have those cookies. <laughs> So I said, I got to stop showing those cookies because people are starting to really want those cookies. So I started to bring y'all a picture of fruits and vegetables. <laughs> but anyway, those were just a reminder that life is sweet. Life is to be enjoyed. Life is good because God is good. Another way to enjoy your day is to enjoy your family and friends. We talked about smiling at people, smiling, especially strangers, practice gratitude be kind to yourself be kind to others and uh, even taking the moment to uh, enjoy a piece of art listen to a piece of good music read a portion of a good book these are all ways to enjoy every day to make it special every day to make it special i want to kind of shift into there was a phrase that i shared that's kind of common and it's called live love, laugh, learn, and leave a legacy. And I just want to kind of touch on some of those because it kind of reminded me of enjoying every day, being able to live, being able to live, being able to live, love, laugh, learn, and leaving a legacy. When we talk about living, I'm reminded that we should go for our dreams we should achieve our goals we should go to our destiny remember we said that your future doesn't lie ahead of you but it's deep inside you waiting to be discovered you are very special you're special to the world you bring something special to the world that no one else can god made you special and so there's something he put in it that's supposed to be shared with others, supposed to be shared with the world, to bless others, to bless the world. It's a gift he's put in you. The meaning of life is to discover your gift. The purpose of life is to share your gift. And so the meaning of life is to discover your gift. When you discover why God put you here, why he made you the way he made you, what he's put in you, the treasure he's put in you, Man, that's the meaning of life when you discover that when you find out why you're here why are you here why are you here when you find out why you're on earth that's the meaning of life then the purpose of life once you know why you're here purpose of life is to share that gift with the world share that gift with others so god put you here because there's something unique that he put in you treasure a gift a uniqueness to be shared with the world praise god And so when I talk about live, talking about your dreams and achieving your goals and going to your destiny. George Eliot said, he said, it's never too late to be what you might have been. Never too late to be what you might have been. I recall reading a story of a woman. She was in her 90s and she always knew that she had the gift of song, singing. She had never used it. But you know what? She started singing in the nursing home. And she was so good, so magnificent, people from all over started coming to the nurse home and listen to this lady sing. Now, she waited a long time. She waited a long time. But, man, she got that gift used before she died. <laughs> people from all over, they would pack out the nurse home just to hear her sing. I love that. She waited a long time. But, praise God, she used what God gave her before she left the earth it's never too late to be what you might have been never too late to be what you might have been my mom is has written three books but she didn't write those three books until my mother was 80 years old she started writing man wrote three books she was 80 years old so it's never too late To be what you might have been. She didn't even realize that she was an author. She was a gifted author. I remember my mother was, yeah, she was right around 80. Not only did she write those three books, but she was on the circuit speaking, giving lectures, motivating, inspiring people. She got on the circuit for a while and she was 80 years old, but you're never too late. It's never too late to be what you might have been. So live, live, live. Live. I saw a guy recently. He was 72 years old. He was graduating from college. 72. And here's the funny part his mother was in attendance. She was at the graduation and she's 99. (laughs) It's never too late to make mama proud. (laughs) never too late to make mama proud i like that mama was 99 years old at her son's graduation never too late and i think god gives us those little sprinklings of events just as an exclamation point to say hey it's never too late It's never too late just to motivate us just to inspire us just to let us know it's never too late for you to be what you might have been praise God never too late never too late to be what you might have been and then love live love here's the next one love don't take people in your life for granted celebrate people celebrate people live love celebrate people I want to read a little story I read in one of my books I have a little book called Winning 101, but I read this story in this book, and it says an old legend is told about a young man who was greatly beloved by his family. He died, and in the afterlife, he petitioned God to let him return to the world for just one day so that he might relive it. He didn't ask to relive the best day of his life, but rather the day that was least notable and most ordinary. God granted his request and he instantly appeared in his old home, everything just as it was when he was 15 years old. As the young man entered the living room, his mother passed by him. She was busy doing a household chore and didn't even seem to be aware of his presence. When he stepped out into the yard, he saw his father striding across the yard, carrying tools in his hand, intent on his task. He gave his son an indifferent glance and passed him by. The young man concluded, why? We are all dead most of the time. The only ones who are truly alive are those who are conscious of the treasure that we have in our friends and loved ones. And with that, he asked to be returned to heaven where he knew that every person was cherished every moment. And that simply says that we have people in our lives, we have loved ones in our lives that we take for granted. We don't celebrate them every day. Celebrate. Man, celebrate your family. I love to celebrate my wife. I love to celebrate my kids every day. When I see them every day, I make a big deal out of it. I want them to know that they matter. They mean a lot. They're special. They're gifts. They're treasures. And I don't take them for granted, but I celebrate the gift. I celebrate the people in my life. And so when I see them, it's like I'm seeing them for the first time. And I yell their name. And I will just scrill their name out in excitement because I want them to feel appreciated, to feel noticed, to know that they mean the world to me. Celebrate the people in your life. We live with people and because we see them every day, uh, we treat them as if they don't even exist. We take them for granted. We walk right by them. Don't even notice them. And this is what that story was saying. Are we really alive? Are we really alive? We're really alive when we cherish and celebrate the people that are in our lives, the loved ones that are in our lives. When we celebrate them, when we celebrate them, when we celebrate them. And so take the time, take the time to love people. I like John Maxwell, he said, give people the triple A treatment. You give them attention, you give them affirmation, and you give them appreciation. That's a triple A treatment. Give people attention, give people affirmation, give people appreciation. So always celebrate. Don't take people in your life for granted. Celebrate people. And then the next term in that little phrase, live, love, I wanna say laugh, laugh. A University of Maryland, they did a study that showed that stress decreases the blood flow in the body, but laughter or experiencing humor Increases blood flow in the body by 22%. So just laughing gets your blood stimulated, moving, increases blood flow in your body by 22%. Isn't that interesting? So stress decreases your blood flow. So, stress begins to slow down your blood flow and begins to slow down your circulation. Laughter increases the blood flow. Laughter is almost like a, it's almost like taking a, a walk. It's almost like an exercise. It invigorates you, gets the blood moving, increases your blood flow by 20, 2%. And that's why the Bible says that a merry heart doeth good like a medicine because it gets your blood flowing. And so when your blood is flowing, now nutrients and oxygen can be carried to all the cells and all the organs, all the tissues and all the joints and all the parts of your body that needs, you know, all these things need to be delivered by the blood. And so the blood flow is critically vital, critically important. So laughter, laughter does so many things that we don't even have an idea of all the wonderful benefits of laughter. That's why I always open up with a joke, because when you all come to church, your blood flow increases by 22%, because you laugh. (laughs) At least Clayton. Clayton, he increases his blood flow by 22% every week. (laughs) (laughs) and so that's why I endeavor to make you laugh I endeavor for us to enjoy the Holy Spirit and have fun and have a wonderful time in the Word and having a wonderful time in His presence praise God, laughter, live, love, laugh we don't stop laughing because we grow old no, we grow old because we stop laughing So laughter is interesting. I saw this article. This was actually recently, just a few days ago. This was on CNBC. And they were kind of doing a report on people who were very old, centenarians, people who were at least 100 years old. And it noticed that they had two qualities in common. Now, they have a whole list of qualities that many centenarian share, but they were just highlighting these particular two that they found. Number one, they have a positive attitude. They have a positive attitude. But not only that, they found that these hundred year olds consider laughter as an important part of their life. One gentleman by the name of Larry Janice, he said I always find time to crack a joke and he credits that for his longevity he always finds a way to make himself laugh he said you have to kind of laugh in your life you have to laugh in your life and so laughter is, is important for longevity so they found that a positive attitude including laughter including laughter is very critical For living a long life and number two the second thing they found in common among centenarians they don't bottle up their emotions they don't bottle up their emotions which means you need to find healthy ways to express your emotions you have to find healthy ways to express your emotions and that helps you to live longer you live longer when you find healthy outlets for your emotions. I'll give you a list of outlets, healthy outlets for your emotions. Journaling, journaling is a healthy outlet. You're able to write down how you feel, you're able to get it out, you write it down, and you're able to do it without judgment because see, nobody's gonna read your journal so you can tell it like it is. You can tell it like it is because nobody's going to judge you because you're writing it out. So journaling is a, it's a great way to express your emotion. You can get all of it out, all of your pent-up feelings. Write it out. Oh, you tell them off as you're writing it. <laughs> you get it out. You get it out. Journaling is a healthy way to get it out. Talking to someone. Talking to someone is a healthy way. Talking to someone, a friend, a trusted friend. Or a trusted family member a trusted counselor that's why here at the church we have a program called private talk where you can come talk to one of our fine counselors and they'll just give you a listening ear and they'll put it in the vault they won't tell anyone your secrets but you can get it off of your chest and that's exactly why Pastor Nathaniel established that program because he understood this principle that if you can just get it out, if you can get it out, have someone to talk to, someone that you can trust and share all of these pent-up emotions. Man, it helps you, it relieves you because you got it off your chest and now you're lighter and you live longer. So that's where private talk came from. It's a way of giving you a trusted counselor that'll listen to you and you can spew it out. And it'll be put in a vault and nobody will ever know. <laughs> nobody will ever know. Uh, so having someone to talk to is a healthy outlet. Of course, prayer. Prayer is a healthy outlet because now you're talking to your Heavenly Father. You can talk to your Heavenly Father. You know what I realized when I, when, as I was researching this and finding these healthy ways? When I saw prayer, I said, well, you know what? That makes sense because David was doing all of these things. David, when he wrote Psalms, now Psalms, that was Israel's worship hymnal. It was their worship guide and all of that. But Psalms is actually like a diary. It's like a journal. David was journaling out his emotions. And there's no other book in the Bible that carries you through the ups and downs of emotions the way Psalms does. And I saw that God put that in there in particular, to show us the power of journaling out your emotions. So David would write when he was angry. He would write when he was confused. He would write when he was hurt. He would write when he was afraid. He would write when he was happy. All of these were his way of expressing his emotions in a healthy way and God gave it to us almost as If an open journal for all of us to see how one man poured out his emotions, and he used it as a way of a healthy release of his emotions. So you'll find a a wide range, because I was confused. I was like, Lord, why is this in here? Why is David talking about killing you know why is he asking you to kill his enemies you know i was questioning why is he talking like this then i begin to realize he's getting all this stuff out of him he's getting all he's it's a way of release it was a healthy way of release of emotions and so psalms takes you through high low high points low points high points there will be high points of victory. Where David would say, oh, clap your hands and shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. God makes me to run through a troop and leap over a wall. So there would be times where he would be invincible. Then there would be times where he would be like, God, it would be better for me if I had not been born. All of these folks are after me. I feel like a worm down in a the hole. There would be times where he just expressed his honest feeling at the moment. And it shows us. The powerful principle of journaling out a healthy release of your emotions and his prayer at the same time, because many of these were prayers to God. So he was opening his heart and he was pouring out. This is how he poured out. And he's like, God, I need your help. God, I don't know what to do. God, I'm afraid. God, they're after me. Why is all this happening? And so it was an honest pouring out of his heart before the Lord, It's the form of journaling and you know, I read one of the, the other ways that you have a healthy release of emotions is by singing. And I said, It makes sense. This is a psalm book. So many of these were songs. He was singing out his emotions, he was singing them out. He was singing out in worship. He was singing. Singing is a healthy release of emotions. So, singing, journaling, prayer. All these are healthy ways to release your emotions. I said, wow, all of those things are contained right in the book of Psalms. So God gives us a guide. He gives us a guide right there. Man, the Bible is powerful. The Bible is powerful. There are so many things that are there and we don't even realize it's there. But God, who is a great psychologist and he's a great physician, God knows all these things and he put them all there in this guidebook for life for us. And it's the Holy Spirit that will enlighten and that will show us and show us all the treasures that are hidden there all the time. Oh, man, I preach myself happy. (laughs) Oh, God, it's so good. I just love the Holy Spirit. Man, I'm out of time. I'm out of time. I'm going to stop. I didn't get a chance to finish showing you, but we'll pick up next time and finish. I want to finish sharing you all these healthy emotions, all these not only healthy emotions, but I want to share with you healthy ways of releasing and expressing your emotions. And so we covered a few, but we'll cover the rest of them next time. Praise God. But man, I just got so excited. I said, God, you had it there all along. You had it there all along showing us exactly how to do it. You're showing us exactly how to do it. Man, God's word is so rich. It is so rich. Pregnant, but it takes a revelation of the Holy Spirit to bring it, to bring the insight, to bring the enlightenment, to show us what's there. The treasures are there all along. They're all along, but our eyes have to be enlightened to see them. And so that's why it takes the Holy Spirit to open your eyes so you can see them. God is so awesome. He put everything in the book. Yes. He put everything in the book, but God is saying, you just can't. Come to my book, Just Any Your Body. Once you're in relationship with me, I'll begin to show you. I'll begin to realize. I'll I'll cause you to see the treasures that are there. They're there, but not everyone can see them. He's reserved them. He's hidden them. Even though it's there in plain sight, they're hidden there and reserved because out of his mouth comes wisdom, and he'll reveal the knowledge. He'll reveal the insights. He gives it to you. And so not anybody can can just run in there and get it. Amen. Those that are in covenant with him, his people, then the Holy Spirit will begin to open your eyes and show you. Begin to show you the treasures. You begin to find God's word and Contains hidden treasures, and you got to dig for them. You got to dig for them, and then He'll open your eyes and show them. They'll be laying there in different places, but then the Holy Spirit will bring the revelation. God, good man, God is wonderful. God is so wonderful. God is so wonderful, man. I feel like I'm having fun all by myself. Nobody else is having fun. (laughs) Those of you watching by television, want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this entire series absolutely free of charge you can also email it to a friend thank you so much for joining us today at brothers of the word because brother you need the word man i'm having so much fun i don't know what to do with myself oh man god is so good he's so fun Holy Spirit is so, Holy Spirit will just walk alongside with you and He'll show you, He'll show you things. He'll show you things. That's the way Jesus did when Jesus rose from the dead. One of the first things He did, He disguised Himself, then He began to walk with the disciples. And then he opened their eyes so they could see the scriptures. And he began to show them himself in the scriptures all through the Bible. He walked through the Bible showing them himself. And it's like he took the scales off their eyes so they can clearly see. And then he clearly revealed himself to them. And they saw it was Jesus. Well, that's the way he does us. He'll come alongside and he'll open God's word up to you and begin to show you. He'll begin to show you things. He'll begin to show you things. There are wondrous things. The psalmist said, Lord, show me wondrous things from thy law. Show me wondrous things. Open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things from thy law. And there are so many divine secrets and gifts and treasures. The Holy Spirit gives them to us. The Holy Spirit gives them to us. And they are so wonderful. So wonderful. I really believe in that last session we shared last time, I really believe there was a key to the fountain of youth that we found. I had never studied that. The Holy Spirit revealed that while I was teaching last week. The Holy Spirit showed exactly. He said if you keep my praise if you keep my honor in your mouth all day long, I renew your youth as the eagles. He satisfies our mouth with good things so that our youth is renewed as e- I had never seen it, never heard it. That came out while I was teaching last week. That was the Holy Spirit. That was the Holy Spirit. A nugget of wisdom, a treasure. It was there all along but he showed it to us. Man, in real time. In real time. In real time. Man, we stumbled onto the fountain of youth. The fountain of youth. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Does that excite anybody? Man, that should excite somebody. (laughs) Oh, boy. I'm just having so much fun. I'm having so much fun. Praise God. Miss Catherine says I sound like SpongeBob when I get excited. (laughs) (laughs) stand to your feet, everybody. Thank you all for coming out to have fun with us and just to receive from the Holy Spirit. Oh, man, love you all. Love you all so much and grateful for you. Man, grateful for your, your commitment, your dedication, your love for the Lord and just your support. Bring other people out. We want other people to have a good time with us. Man. They don't know what they're missing, do they? Man, they missed the fountain of youth just because they weren't here. Missed the fountain of youth. God said, well, I showed you what the fountain of youth, but you weren't there to hear it. (laughs) But you all got it. Praise God. You all got it. I believe that you guys are going to be younger, and you're going to be stronger, and you're going to be more energetic because you're catching some things that other people are not. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are listening to com. This was part four of the series titled Enjoying Everyday Life by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7982 that's 7982. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7982 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to iwanttogive.com. That's iwanttogive.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because brother you need the word.